At last, a morning without reaching the station to flecks of London sludge kicked up the back of her tights, drying into muddy pennies as she waits for her train. After months of grimy winter, and with it the endless sensation of being encased in a grubby Tupperware container, this morning felt as if the lid had been opened. The blue sky was back. Perhaps it had even been there all along. Clara's tights were dry, and her hair remained as smooth and untroubled by drizzle as it had been when she had slammed her front door. And now her train was pulling in, just on time. The crowd parted as the train doors stopped directly opposite her, and she was able to swing straight into her favourite seat, which was empty for the first time in weeks. She rested her head on the glass and watched as the station faded from view and her train rattled towards central London. For once, Monday morning was going her way. She checked her messages, replying to Nikita about dinner that night with a quick emoji, and put in her headphones in time to enjoy the view over the river. After months of the Thames looking like nothing more than dirty dishwater, today it sparkled. Boats glided serenely beneath the wrought ironwork of the bridge, leaving the water a wake of electric blue sequins. Clara whipped her phone up from her lap and managed to snap the view as the train dipped onto dry land. Hiya, Dad. You were right, of course. Spring is coming after all. The Thames is looking gorgeous this morning. Thank you so much for the chat yesterday. Hope you're feeling better. See, kiss, kiss, kiss. She pressed send and waited for the comforting whoosh in her headphones to tell her that the image had been delivered. This morning, life was almost as she imagined it would be when she finally moved to London. An hour later, Clara had shrugged off what remained of the cosiness of the weekend and stiffened herself into work mode. She was returning to her desk with a cup of coffee in each hand when she saw her mobile screen light up as a message arrived. She put the second cup on her boss's desk and sat down at her own, took a sip of coffee and reached for her phone. It wasn't a text that had arrived, but a voicemail. Could you give me a call back, please? It's quite urgent, so as soon as you get this if possible. She rolled her eyes and wondered what in her mother's life could possibly be urgent. An emergency request for numbers at Easter lunch? A fervent reminder about SPF application? some intel on Kate Middleton's hairdresser of choice. Either way, she slid her phone under her in-tray when she saw her boss approaching at speed and accepted that the return call would have to wait. Good morning, Clara, said Julia as she swept towards her glass-doored office. How are those contracts coming along? In your inbox, replied Clara. And your coffee's on your desk? Would you like a sparkling water? Fabulous. Is that a yes or a no to the water? Clara had no idea, but she figured a wander back to the kitchen couldn't do any harm on a Monday morning. As she held a tall, clean glass to the fridge door, waiting for the satisfying clunk of ice cubes emerging, then opened a fresh bottle of sparkling water, the metal seal of its lid crunching against the green glass. She daydreamed about what she might do on a day like this, if she weren't obliged to show several well-shod French families around some of Kensington's smartest properties in the hope that prestigious European law firms would pay for them to live there. A meander through Brompton Cross, maybe. Coffee at an outside table as the sun hit her ankles and she watched the wealthy of SW1 from behind her fake designer sunglasses. Lunch in St James's Park, watching the ducks. 
Actually, no. They always got a little too close for comfort and made the water smell fetid. Lunch in Belgravia, mul frite after a brisk walk through the park, and then some shopping. How lovely it would be to have a day to fritter away like that, she thought. Sparkling water fizzed at the top of the glass, and Clara abruptly stopped pouring, yanked from her fantasy life. She wiped the underside with a kitchen towel and took it through to Julia, who was on the phone and barely acknowledged her. She blew on her hand where the bubbles had popped up and out, and realised as Julia hung up that she would probably never find out if the drink had been wanted or not. Off to do a couple of viewings for Cornwall Gardens, she called back as she reached her own desk and took her coat from the back of her chair. As she picked her phone up, she saw another text from her mother, but ignored it, fumbling around in her bag for the keys she needed, then heading out of the office.